0: So today I want to I preach a message that I've touched on in other messages, so it might sound familiar. Um, it, it will sound familiar. If you've been here and been listening to the messages, it'll sound familiar. Also, I want to preach on something that has that been part of my the overflow of what God's doing in my life. So it's come out in conversations. It's come out in discussions. And that should sound, that should sound familiar as well. And that's Okay. Because when when you've got something that's just resounding in your heart, it's okay to say it two and three and four and five and ten and twenty times. In fact, that's the way we should be in talking about Jesus. We should never grow weary in talking about Jesus. We should never grow weary in pointing people to Him. If you've got your Bibles with you, if you've got your Bible apps, we're going to start off in Genesis 1 and we're going to look at an example that God set for us. So young people, I want you guys to know, I want you to get this. So Christian and Robert, I want I want you guys to get this. Young people, I want you to fight for this right now. I just talked a moment ago about, about our team fighting for the unity. Guys, I want you to fight for attention right now and to stay locked in to what God has to say. So I need you to get this. So just me being candid. We have no guests. So there's no one to embarrass you in front of because we're family. If the person sitting next to you is going to be a distraction, Miss Kara will not be. We will clear out that room and you can sit next to Marie and Kara and you can come over here and sit next to Kat and Candace because they're not going to be a distraction either. But if the person to your right and to your left is going to be a distraction, move now. Move now. Shift now. Haley, Hey, li- hey, yeah, see? See, that's a smart girl. Actually, she's a funny girl. I think she's, she's like, I'm going to take the opportunity to get a laugh. That was funny. I'm going to read and I'm going to hop around. I'll let you know what verse I'm in. I'm going to start in Genesis 1. I'm going to start in Genesis one. i I'm going to read through verse 4 and then I'm going to hop around to verse 10, verse 12, verse 18, verse 21, verse 25, verse 31, and then I'm going to wrap it up with genesis 2 1 through 3 which kind of wraps up instead of starting a new chapter i really feel like it just wraps up chapter 1 and you'll get the theme right away genesis 1 1 through 4 in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth the earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. Verse 10, God called the dry land earth and the waters that were gathered together. He called seas and God saw that it was good. Verse 12, the earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Verse 18, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. Talking about the sun. And God saw that it was good. So God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind and God saw that it was what? Good. And God made the beasts of the earth according to their kinds And the livestock according to their kinds. And everything that creeps on the ground according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Verse 31. And God saw everything that he had made. And behold, it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. Chapter 2 verse 1. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished. And all of the host of them. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. So there's two things I want to point out and the bigger of the two is the first thing I want to point out. That really is the meat and the bulk and the heart of my message. And then, um, and then i'll point out the second thing and it'll just it'll be much shorter first at the end of every day god looked back to remember at the end of every day he looked back to remember every day he inspected it he considered what took place he saw that what had been created, what he created, and he said it was good. And after a week, after all had been created, he looked back on that, and in his divine commentary, he said it was what? Very good. Very good. The second thing that I want to point out is that after that declaration that God then rested from his work. What did that look like? What did his rest look like? Did he go to his comfy, cozy, king of Kings size bed and go to sleep? No. No, because God doesn't sleep. In Psalm 121, we see this in verse 2. It says, my help comes from the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. And he will not let your foot be moved. he who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. So the rest that he did wasn't just getting a you know 30 forty you know sixty extra minutes of sleep. that's not what it's talking about, and that's not what it's talking about for you and I either, although sleep is important. So let me unpack that first one for a little bit. At the end of every day, God looked back to remember. He was finished. He created. He created amazing things. What He did was phenomenal. And He stopped and He looked back. And He took it all in. And He took inventory of what He did. And he considered what He had done. And He rendered an opinion. And he smiled, and he, he did that, that satisfactory nod. And he said, it is good. He saw, it is good. The title of my message today is, See Good. See good. He looked back after every day, and he did the same thing. He saw that it was good. The next day he created, he saw that it was good. The next day he created, he saw that it was good. He kept doing that. And then at the very end, he looked back and said, it's very good. It's all good. It's all good. I, don't, I think, I mean, God created that. I'm, I first remember MC Hammer, you know, singing the song, hey, it's all good. Dun, dun, dun. You know, it's all good. See, when God looked back and saw everything he had done, he said, it's all good. But let's just be honest for a moment. When we look back on the day, we don't have that same luxury. We don't have that same truth. You see, everything that God did on every particular day of creation, it was good. He looked back and said it was good because it was good. But what about for you and I? See, when we look back at the end of every day, and let's be honest, we don't have to wait till the end of day to look back to, to look and see sometimes it's before we've had the first cup of coffee we look back and we go there's some good and there's some bad and there's some i'm not quite sure yet i'm not ready to render an opinion on it yet we'll wait and see but that is the truth of where we're at the example that god set for us was at the end of that day of creativity and at the end of that day of walking in power. He looked back and saw it was good. So what do we do when we look back at the stuff that's not good? At the stuff that's just flat out crummy? We still follow God's lead. First Peter 5, 7 says this. Give all your worries and cares to the Lord to God for he cares about you and that's supposed to take place at the end of what I believe every day for the bad for the heavy for the disappointing for the challenging because we're supposed to have dialogue with the Lord about it we see that there's some in that day that was rough and we're supposed to give our cares to Him. We say, Father, when this took place earlier today, Lord, that hurt. <laughs> Lord, I'm I'm still stinging from it. That hurt. So Lord, I'm asking You, would You touch my heart? Would You touch my mind? Would You touch my body, my emotions, Lord, would you touch me? Because I'm hurting and I, you told me you care and you told me to bring all my worries, all my cares, all my concerns. And so, Lord, I'm bringing all my hurts. I'm bringing it all to you. And I'm asking you, Lord, that, that thing right there, Would you would you touch, Lord? Would you heal me? And maybe... You know, Maybe we forgot about something. We go, oh, Lord, that thing that happened a couple days ago. I kind of forgot about it. But since I'm here with you right now, Lord, that was so frustrating for me. Lord, it made me feel, When I felt so stupid. I felt, I felt like a failure. I felt like I, I was embarrassed. I felt like everyone saw that I just dropped the ball. And it was so frustrating for me. And I, I still don't even know how to, you know, respond to everything that I felt. Other than it, it was heavy, Lord. And so, God, I'm asking you right now, as I bring that frustrating failure to you or disappointment to you, Lord, would you give me your wisdom? Lord, would you give me your wisdom so that I am equipped tomorrow to know how to overcome that, how to better do that, Lord, how to have victory in that? Lord, would you give me your wisdom? Lord, would you, um, even even right now, Lord, God, if I had to try and find the answer, I can't find it. Would you bring it to me? Would you bring me the answer to that? Would you bring me a solution? Lord, you said if I lack wisdom to come to you, but but to believe that you'll give it and you give it. So Lord, would you give me wisdom for that? And God, as crazy as this sounds, when this thing happened today, and I don't even know that I would call it a bad thing, but when it happened, it stirred It stirred these hurts. It, it stirred these old feelings of, of a former failure, Lord, that I'd even thought I'd gotten healed from. But I don't know, Lord. I, I guess you could say it triggered it. So, Lord, I've given you that place for healing and I know you've touched me, so I'm just going to give it to you again. Lord, would you just heal me? Lord, would you just bring healing to me so that when that happens again, Lord, I, I, I want to feel victory. I want to feel peace. I want to feel love. And this is how I felt. And this is how I responded. I think that's all, Lord. I think that's all. I think for the, the stuff that is coming to my mind for the bad stuff, that's, that's about it. I'll let you know later something else comes up. Thank you, Lord. For real, how long did that take? Like three minutes? I mean, I'm long-winded. Five minutes? I don't know. Can you imagine the peace that we would go to bed with every day? Can you imagine just the that exhaling feeling of Of relief knowing that we've cast our cares on the Lord. We've brought our worries to Him and we've put it in His hands. We put it in the hands of the only person that can fix it. We've we've put it into the hands of the only one that can heal. Can you imagine the rest that's available to us when we do this? And when we inspect the day and we consider what took place, this is so important, guys. This is so important. We've got to remember that there were some pretty good things that happened, and I'm not even talking like winning the lottery. Good. I'm not even talking about like you know your team won another game. Good. I'm not even. T- I'm not talking about you got to raise. Good. I'm talking about God. Um, today, I-, I was really able to connect with my son and it was so good lord we just we just had this moment of closeness and lord i thank you for that i thank you for that moment of connection with my boy and lord i thank you that i was able to make my girl laugh today lord i was just being silly and and she laughed and i thought i'd get a laugh because i know she's silly too But it made her laugh and laugh and laugh. And of course, then I felt hilarious. And that felt really good that I made my girl laugh. So thank you, Lord. And Lord, I thank you that that my wife and I just had that that longer embrace than normal. And I just felt so loved. I thank you that you gave me a wife that loves me and, and that I love her. Lord, I thank you for that text message I got from that friend. Lord, I thank you that I was able to pray for that person at the store. Lord, I thank you for that phone call at work. Lord God, I'm excited. I feel like there's opportunity there. I feel like you're opening a door. And that phone call was good. It was good. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you that that even though I was so tired, Lord, I showed up for prayer on Wednesday and it was so good, Lord. 45 minutes of just God gushing goodness. I'm not going to lie, Lord. Thank you for that pizza. That was pretty good. I'm sure I'll remember Lord, more, Lord, but I just, I, I wanted to go to bed with the last thing on my lips being gratitude. The last thing on my eyes is seeing the good of the day. And and my heart now is filled with peace knowing that you're going to reproduce your goodness in new measure tomorrow. New mercies. I'm waking up to new mercies. Can you imagine the peace and the joy that we would go to bed with every night if we did this? I've said this before and I'll say it again, guys. What the devil wants, what what our enemy wants is that we have this dissatisfying, gray Just novocaine, numb, gelatinous, non defined blah of a day. And that we repeat that day after day after day. Hey, baby, how was your day? It was all right. Oh, okay. I guess, I guess, you know, she didn't want to talk. I guess he didn't want to talk. Or it was good. Oh, nice generic answer, hon. But let's just let's just keep the day generic. Let's just keep it like generic store brand vanilla, which has never satisfied... it's like a Burger King meal, it's never satisfied anyone ever, ever. You can go, I'm, I'm not I'm not hungry anymore, so yeah, that's something. <clears throat> God wants us to feel. God wants us to experience. God wants us to remember. God wants us to talk. He wants us to dialogue. He wants us to interact. He wants us to remember. He wants us to think. He wants us to remember. He wants us to ask for help. To carry, to give, to bring. You guys, this is not one of those messages that's just to be heard and not responded on. We've got to do this. I'm, this isn't like cinema. Oh, yay, this one's gonna be one that has a happy ending. I love when Pastor Mark does those that have a happy ending. The happy ending's only if we are doers of the word and not merely hearers of the word. And God demonstrated this for us. Do we think it was just coincidence, the repetition that the Word of God begins with in, in, in Genesis? Do we think it's just mere poetic license that is repeated again and again? He saw that it was good. 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 He saw that it was, good. That it was very good. we're to follow His example. So I want to let you know how how I've been putting this practice into into play. I've been doing it with, with some of the dudes from team. Hey, tell me. Tell me one thing that was good this week. One thing personally, relationally, just personally. Tell me one thing that was really good. And then when you're done with that, tell me one thing that was really good how the Lord used you to advance his kingdom, how the Lord used you in ministry, and I'm not talking about church. I'm, it can be church, but how has He used you in ministry. All right, I'm all ears. I'm not kidding you, man. Am I? Am I kidding? We I've sat there and said, okay, tell me. We we ain't going nowhere. This is this is all I really want to hear from you right now. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. Meow meow. Shaka Khan and Rufus, I don't know. Tell me that you love me. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. I don't know if that was good. So so how about this wives? How about if we if we didn't take we didn't take that that really crummy, grey, gelatinous answer from our hubbies when he said it was okay. What if we said, I hear you. What I'm going to do, baby, is eat dinner. And uh, in a couple hours, we're going to circle back on my question because I really meant what I said when I asked you how your day was. I really do want to know how your day was. So I'm going to circle back in a couple hours. And I want you to think of, of at least one good thing that you saw today. So that we can give God praise. So we can give God thanks for it. See, Thanksgiving is Thursday, guys. And this isn't a Thanksgiving message, although the timing works out nicely. This is a message about living a victorious Christian life. And we cannot live a victorious Christian life if we don't see the good that God is doing in our life, even if it includes making your daughter laugh or having a good slice of pizza. He still cares. Because if we'll get in the habit of that, then we'll say, Lord, I thank you that when I got that text, that I was quick with the word to to say, hey, this is what I'm praying over you. Boom, and I hit send. And you used me in a really cool way just by sending a text message. And husbands, what I'm challenging you guys to do is to be thoughtful. And to ask your wife, baby, how was your day? Can you can you tell me at least one really good thing you saw from God today? Parents, ask your kids. Kids, ask your parents. Teens, now I told you I was going to circle back on you guys. Listen. I understand. I get it. You get in the car. What's the first thing we say? Well, no. You get in the car at 2.30... 2.45. And what's the first thing we say? How was your day? And then what do you guys say? Usually it's fine. Usually it's fine, except for like my kids are like, I know my dad's not going to accept fine. So if I say good, maybe he'll get off my back. So here's what I'm saying. Uh, we, what, what what you need and what I need, what we need is to say Tell me something good. What did you see that was good? What did the Lord do today that was good? What touched your heart with joy? What made you laugh? What's a way that you felt strong? What's a... and, and let's just share that. And then after sharing that, just say, Thank you, Jesus. The second point, and I said it'd be short. What God did after a week of work was rest. Matthew eleven, twenty-eight through thirty says this Come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Rest, you will find a cessation of work and toil for your souls. That's what it means. You will find a ceasing of toil for that moment of rest, for that moment in my presence. You guys, this is why it's so important that we just engage the Lord and we find ourselves in His presence because we need a cessation from toil. We we need a ceasing from that heaviness. We need a ceasing from battle. Come to me, come to me. All who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you an intermission from that toil and war and battle of life. Come to me. Young people. Old people. I'd look around the room. I'm like, don't look at an old person. Don't look at an old person. Old people. All of us. Why wouldn't we do this? Why wouldn't we do this? Why wouldn't we take the time to have this dialogue with the Lord? Where the last words that we're saying and hearing. Are to our God. And the last remembrance we're having is of His goodness. Even if it's kind of telling Him the bad stuff, we're still remembering that He's the only one that can fix and heal and provide wisdom. Second Corinthians 4.15 says this, For it is all for your sake, so that His grace extends to more and more people it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God, so that we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed, day by day. Isn't that good? Does that like encapsulate what I just said? I could have just said that, and it would have been much shorter. So again, gotta sit up straight, focus. Here's the challenge. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's take inventory. Let's look back on the day. Let's analyze it. Let's look at it. Let's remember. And then let's just briefly dialogue with the Lord about it. Take a few minutes to go. What was hard? What was what was heavy? And you know what? I'm just being real with you guys you're probably going to have to just be patient for a moment because our natural inclination is to suppress it. It's to suppress it, to forget it, to rub a little dirt on it and say, no, I'm good. And that's not what the Lord wants. He says, bring it to me. So Lord, what was bad? What was heavy? What hurt? What was disappointing? And then tell Him about it. And then ask Him to help Lord, I, I was frustrated with how I responded to that. Lord, I, I really, I, I, I know I've grown. Lord, I know I've grown. But when I did that, when I responded that way, I, I felt like, oh my gosh, I, I'm better than that. And I just, I was, I'm so disappointed in myself, Lord, that I responded that way. And I just feel heavy. So what do you what do you got for me, Lord? Okay, I know you got grace, but what what? Oh you've got grace for me. Okay, Lord, I, I receive your grace. I receive your grace for me. Lord, thank you. Lord, how how do I move past this, Lord? I, I don't want to feel that way. Lord, I want to feel victorious. Lord, what should just keep my eyes on you? Just keep walking with you. You'll show me tomorrow. All right, that sounds good. I'm serious, guys. This is the kind of dialogue we should have with the Lord. And then we should close our eyes and we should rest. And we should wake up with hope. So it's a challenge. And here's what I'm asking. If you're doing it, would you tell me about it? And if you're not doing it, man, I just got done saying I want you to do it. Let's start telling each other. Let's start holding, let's start asking each other, Micaiah, tell me something good that happened in the first eight hours of this day. And I'm I'm just hypothetical. You don't have to marry now, but.